0: Saludos. Uh, My name is Juan Pablo and my pronouns are he, him, his. I'm the church planting resident at Urban Village Church. Uh, Last January, I was able to help uh, co-lead a vision boarding uh, get-together where we spent some time sorting out the things that gave us meaning, the things that we found important, and the things that gave us joy. We also thought about dreams because sometimes as adults, we lose our ability to dream. And then we set goals and we put them on a dream or a vision board To help us visualize our goals and in turn make changes in our lives to achieve those goals and i thought it would be a great thing to try to do this year so i went to the store got a foam board bought some magazines pulled out my glue and my scissors and markers and i was so excited to see where 2021 would take me but i never got to it all the things are still on a corner of my office waiting for me to get to them. and Here's the thing, I got caught up in a whole bunch of other stuff, important things like deaths in the family, uh, illness, but then there was other things like TV programs, new Instapot recipes, dealing with ADHD. You get the point. Um, One of the greatest gifts of the resurrection is really knowing that at any one of us in any of our circumstances and our communities those can all be made new and many of us as awesome as we are we still uh, desire to be made new in different areas of our lives maybe our some habits or character or circumstances uh, those things that we hope to change and so this Lent we're gonna focus on how we can change our habits and ourselves through studying the promises of Jesus um, and so this Lent, uh, together let us be sojourners with Christ, from the manger to the cross and then to the tomb, where we can be made new. Will you pray with me? Maravilloso Dios, we thank you for this day and this opportunity to get together. Uh, I pray that your Holy Spirit would bring a fresh new word as we uh, search for nuggets of wisdom in the story of the baptism of Jesus. That it may lead us to new, uh, new uh, ways of thinking and ways of changing our life. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Our gospel reading today comes from the book of Luke. It's an account of the life of Jesus with a different twist than Matthew and Mark. Uh, in this account, we kind of get a little bit of a understanding of what it was to live under Roman rule, and we see this with the story of the birth of Jesus, who was born. Uh, uh, under the Emperor Caesar who wanted everyone in the Empire to be registered. And this is also the only Gospel that alludes to the Roman siege and the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 70 CE. So we know that Jesus lived under an Empire that was sometimes cruel and othered the Jews. But this Gospel also seems to be written for a more general audience than the other Gospels. there are words like master and Lord that are omitted in this book and they're replaced instead with rabbi and so and also Jesus ancestry was traced all the way back to Adam and not just to Abraham the father of the Jewish people and so Luke highlights the peasant origins of Jesus the peasants uh, the shepherds are the first ones to come visit baby Jesus when we find and find him in a manger and this shows uh, Jesus that was born to and for the poor. This is a Jesus of all the people. A Jesus that understands what it means to live under oppression. And so last week Hannah discussed who who was at this baptism. There was a soldier, a tax collector. I imagine even the poor, the widow, the migrant, and in my own sanctified mind, even a gay or two. But Jesus is among them, accompanying them, and also accompanied with them. And I wonder what he felt at that moment. Did he know he was a Messiah sent to earth to die for the sins of the world? Or did his mom tell him about the angels and the message from the shepherds about Jesus' mission? Or how about Zechariah's prophecy about Jesus as the horn of salvation for all people? Maybe. When I was a teenager, my mom told me that one day God would use me to reach people that I would serve God. And I have to be honest, I wanted to be a paleontologist and play with dinosaurs. And one, and sometimes I I would just let those words go in one ear and out the other. Whenever I sang at church or served with the youth, there she was telling me that one day I would serve the Lord. One time I won a spot at a Pan American Youth Summit in Mexico uh, through a speech contest. And there was my mom giving me the eye I would never really believe her because I believe that all moms think that their kids are the greatest and the best at everything but here I am recording a sermon and talking about Jesus so did Jesus know here he was knee-deep in the waters with John the Baptist who was reaching so many people Um, and so Jesus comes to him to get baptized and John knows this is it this is what he was called to do, prepare the way of the Lord. And so John, carefully holding his family member Jesus, submerges him and raises him up out of the water. With water in Jesus' eyes, he's drenched and probably shivering from the cold of the water and the breeze, that breeze that's brushing up against him. He prays, and then suddenly the heavens open and something comes over him. It was the Holy Spirit softly descending upon him like a dove. And a voice comes from heaven and says, you are my son, my beloved, in you I am well pleased. And I'm going to believe that at this very moment, at that very uh, minute, everything comes flooding through his mind and his thoughts. He remembers his mom telling him that one day he would be a great leader. He remembers his father joseph making sure he was reading the torah and learning about his community and learning about who his neighbor is and this is the beauty of baptism we see jesus who accompanies and is accompanied it's not just a ritual that we do to check off a list as raul gomez Ruiz believes these ritualized moments represent the vulnerable, dependent Jesus, who not only reflects human weakness and vulnerability, but also requires human solidarity in suffering. And this reveals to us that Jesus accompanies us in our lives and inspires us to accompany him in his suffering and death, his resurrection and exaltation. And this is only done by grace. Grace, this divine influence that operates in us Uh, to be new again, to be made holy, to inspire virtuous impulses, to do good works. Grace imparts strength to endure every trial and resist every temptation. Grace is what we need this Lenten season, as we're called to reflect and and repent of the temptations in our lives and to change our behavior. I'm reading a book called Theologizing in Hispanglish by Carmen Danco Fernandez, and she puts it beautifully when she says God accompanies and is accompanied in the Amago Day of nuestros vecinos, our neighbors, in nuestras compañeras, not in some abstract and rarefied way, but in las luchas that are concrete and unsanitized. And it's in that Amago Day of the migrant child who is separated from her parents at the border, a border that we've constructed to divide us from nuestros vecinos. It's in that image of the imago day of the black boy who's pinned down by a system that's designed to imprison him and keep him down. It's also in the imago day of that teenage girl who discovers that she likes Maria and not Mario, and she comes out of the closet, but into a world that would reject her. It's also in the imago day of that uh, Asian store owner Who's spit on, who's attacked and murdered in an act of racism. And also in the imago day of that man who's struggling with mental illness and doesn't have healthcare to treat his condition. It's also an imago day of even myself and many of us who take two steps forward to only have to take five steps back. And so God says to them and to you. You are my beloved. I take delight in you. You are the you that God speaks of in this baptism. In this baptism we see. And change starts with recognizing that we have to change. And then imagining a life that's free of that thing that you've been thinking about, that thing that's holding you back. That's what Lent is about. This deep reflection and asking God what areas of our life need change and remembering that we're not alone in this journey so let us remember our baptism today when we know that we're god's beloved that does something to us it changes us inside it makes us believe in ourselves and then in turn it helps us see the beauty and the uniqueness in el otro the other when we remember our baptism we remember that we have god who is with us and we are divine. So if you haven't been baptized, uh, please reach out to one of our pastors as we're going to be remembering our baptisms and baptizing people soon. And you can get in on that beautiful ritual in our Christian uh, tradition. Like my mom always tells me, Dios is not done with you, mijo. And I'll also tell that to you. God is not done with you. His grace is enough, and it cloaks us as we continue on our journey with Jesus from the manger to the resurrection. And who knows, maybe I'm going to try to go back to that vision board one day. Maybe. God bless you.